The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour when the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be prepared. For at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. Then Peter said, Lord, is this parable meant for us or for everyone? And the Lord replied, Who then is the faithful and prudent steward whom the master will put in charge of his servants to distribute the food allowance at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master on arrival finds doing so. Truly, I say to you, he will put him in charge of all his property. But if that servant says to himself, my master is delayed in coming and begins to beat the men servants and the maid servants to eat and drink and get drunk, then that servant's master will come on an unexpected day and at an unknown hour and will punish the servant severely and assign him a place with the unfaithful. That servant who knew his master's will, but did not make preparations nor act in accord with his will, shall be beaten severely. And the servant who was ignorant of his master's will, but acted in a way deserving of a severe beating, shall be beaten only lightly. Much will be required of the person entrusted with much, and still more will be demanded of the person entrusted with more. The Gospel of the Lord. Today, as we celebrate St. Saint, uh, Saint Paul of the Cross, I was saying back in the sacristy, it's really hard for me to say, not say St. John of the Cross and St. Paul of the Cross, because I'm not used to, um, you know, we're just so much more familiar with John of the Cross, but St. Paul of the Cross was the founder of the, of the Passionists. And it, and it was kind of a funny situation, because I didn't realize this until I was reading some biographical accounts about him. But many years ago, uh, I guess it was my first year, I think, of study in Rome, I met um, somebody, who knew, somebody who owned the climbing gym there in Rome, in the closest part of, of, of Rome. And we became really good friends. And he took me out climbing one time to Monte Argentario. And that's actually where the first Passionist house was, was right on this very, it's a very cool spot right on the water where there's like a cliff and everything like that. And I went climbing with him out on the very spot where the Passionists were, had their first house. And I didn't, I didn't even know it at the time until I, I read about it. Um, but one of the things that was amazing about St. Paul of the Cross as well is that um, even the, the passion was like his whole life, uh, preaching, preaching the way of the cross, and he even died while the passion was being read to him at his bedside. And so it was kind of a great inspiration. We hear even in the entrance antiphon today the words of, of Paul in Corinthians where he says, you know, I preach, you know, Jesus Christ crucified. That's one of the things that's so important. I don't know if any of you have had this experience before, but um, you know, I, I went to Baylor University, and, and of course, by, by heritage, it's, it was founded by, by Baptists. And so it, it's still a very, very Christian um, 
organization, probably one of the most Christian environments I've ever really been in. And there are a lot of Catholics on campus as well. In fact, Catholics were, were second in terms of population at the time I was there. And one of the things was that some people say stuff like when they see the crucifix. I don't, maybe you've had this experience. Oh, but, but Jesus came off of the cross. Why do we have to put him up on the cross like that? It's just like we have to remember St. Paul of the cross focused on what St. Paul himself said, was we, che- we, we preach Jesus Christ crucified. I heard another priest say this before. We do not hide the cost of our salvation. We actually preach it, right? We preach the cross of our salvation, or the cost of our salvation, and we, and we wear it upon us, and, and we display it proudly, because we never want to forget what it was that Jesus did for us to bring us salvation from freedom from sin. And that's what we really hear from, again, St. Paul in that first reading of Romans. is huge, where he talks about it's just like, to be a slave to obedience is to be free, is to be free from sin. You know, that, that our life under sin is to be absolutely enslaved and, and to be led completely the wrong way. But in the grace of Christ, anytime that we are free from sin, we're in obedience to Christ and his cross, and then we're truly, truly free. Um, the great call that we have today for every single one of us is the very last part of the gospel today. It says, much will be required of the person entrusted with much, and still more will be demanded of the person entrusted with more. That really is all of us here. We've been entrusted with more. Uh, the weight of the gospel, the weight of the cross, is a, is a heavy weight sometimes, but we remember the words of Jesus. That it's just, What did he say to us? He said, he's just like, my burden is easy and my yoke is light. So any life with the cross is actually easier and, and more content than with a, with a life without it. But many people who walk away from the church, walk away from the weight of the cross, think it's going to make their life easier because they're like, oh, I, I have freedom from having to go to Mass, freedom from the guilt of my sins. That's not freedom that's enslavement. <laughs> you know, that's absolutely being a slave to sin in the world and what you think is right for you. That's not truth. That's just following your own way. That's essentially the spirit behind relativism out in the world. But to be attached to Jesus through his cross, by his passion, is, is truly an easier life. It may not seem that way originally, but every single thing we do that's united with Jesus will, will actually make our life better, not worse. You know, remember, the, the sufferings that we experience on this earth are temporary. They are temporary sufferings compared to the glory of, of heaven. I've given that example before of St. Thomas Aquinas, you know, a man who wrote amazingly about God that we still reference to this very day. And then what is it when he's praying before what? a crucifix. I'm sure some of you have seen this crucifix in Orvieto, um, not that far outside of Rome, but he's praying before a crucifix of our Lord, and, and, and Jesus speaks to him, and he says to him, Thomas, you have written well of me. You know, what do you ask of me? And, and like I said, the perfect answer comes from St. Thomas's mouth. He says, only you, Lord. That's all he wants, 
is, is the Lord Jesus Christ. And he gives him the tiniest glimpse of heaven, of glory. And he never wrote anything, again, the most prolific theologian we've ever known, couldn't even bring himself to write anything more about our faith with just one glimpse of what heaven was actually like. It paled in compare. He realized that even as brilliant as he was, that all his musings and thoughts and reason about the Lord were nothing compared to this tiny little bit of reality of the glory of heaven that he saw. So we have to remember those examples, that, that that's even a conversion moment for St. Thomas, a conversion even from his own intellect to realize that, oh my gosh, as uh, smart as the Lord made me, things are far, far bigger than me. Um, and things are far greater. It exceeds every expectation we could have ever imagined. And we have to focus on that sometimes, because I think sometimes when we experience the cross, the sufferings here, um, that's all we can see, and, and, and we're often not able to see beyond it. But if we could remember these examples where people had the gift, the, the vision that the Lord allowed them to see beyond, that, uh, that we trust in their faith. That's why we call them saints, and that's why we kind of, ex- we, we follow some of their example because um, we know they had that closeness to the Lord that we all want to have someday at the end of our life. God bless you all today.